Hey everybody, Justin here. If you have not yet subscribed to our email list, please go to the description in this episode and pop onto our email list. You will be the first person to know which topics are coming out on the podcast and also which new classes are coming out on the YouTube channel for yoga. If you want to get on your mat with me, make sure you join that email list. And I also have bonuses and surprises for those of you on that email list. So let's get right to today's episode. All right, everybody, today's episode is all about how mindfulness affects your world. That's right, your world, because it's your world. We're all just living in it, right? (laughs) We hear that often, but to be quite honest, the world is really all about how we interpret it, and our brains are fascinating. And so when we dive into actual mindfulness, there's science and research that is behind how your brain works, how it stores patterns. And so I think that it is very important to tap into mindfulness affecting the world around you. It's life-changing. So first of all, let's talk about what mindfulness actually is. Well, mindfulness is being aware of what is happening in the present moment. We have mindfulness thinking, which can be thought of as conscious thinking, versus subconscious thinking. And subconscious thinking, you may have heard it being referred to as being on autopilot. Studies show that we actually spend 95% of our days, 95%, that's a big number, on autopilot, moving around in the subconscious. And I'm gonna tell you why having certain tasks go on autopilot is very important to us, but We also need to be tapping a little bit more into mindfulness thinking, logical thinking. And there is a way that you can control how your brain thinks when it comes to mindfulness versus autopilot. So we're gonna talk about that. Let's actually start with an example. And that is how you start your day. Now, if you were a part of the six minutes a day Uh, Journey to Your Higher Self coaching program that went on, uh, that started in June of this year, you will know that there was a whole week devoted to routines and healthy habits, creating mindful practices that help you to alleviate the things that could possibly go wrong when you're on autopilot. You may want to refer to any of those episodes back in those in that series that talks about more specifically what we do in the morning, maybe in the evening, during the day. Check all that out, but let's get into a little bit of on how we start our days. Most of the time when you wake up, mindlessly, you might grab your phone, The minute you wake up, you start scrolling, you check your emails, maybe you're on social media, you're looking at work-related things that could be going on, you're looking at blogs and vlogs and discussion boards and watching things on YouTube or other social media platforms. Maybe you are tired, so you start beating yourself up because you didn't get enough rest. How could you not have slept all the way through? Those thoughts start to come through your mind. Maybe you just start shoving food in your face out of habit in the morning because you're hungry and you just reach for the first thing you find. Uh, You also may interact with others uh, in the morning before you even know what's going on in your own mind. You start absorbing what's going on in everyone else's world and not in what's going on in your world. 
You also might in the morning turn the TV on, listen to the news, you just get dressed, you make your coffee, or maybe you go out and get your coffee. And a lot of those habits that you've created are created mindlessly. And when you are operating in those mindless moments, that's where we start to have that negative self-talk creep up and it leads to less productivity and less goal achieving. And so you may even get into the car and start driving to work. You may even, even before you get into the car, you're, you're, when you get ready for work, brushing your teeth, putting makeup on, doing your hair, whatever that is in the morning, that can all be done very subconsciously. So in the morning, think about that. You wake up and start, all these subconscious things start happening. You're not even thinking, you just do it without thinking. Now, what happens during the day? What are examples of things that happen during the day that you're actually not thinking about? Getting agitated or angry at situations around you? Telling yourself things about yourself that are disempowering all day long, like I'm never gonna be able to do this, I'm not good enough for that, I'll never be able to get the position I want, never be able to go to the school I want, never be able to play the sport I want, play the instrument I want, those things creep into your mind. You may listen, as I mentioned in the morning routine, when I said about waking up and starting your day talking to other people, during the day that's happening too. You're, you're talking to everyone else and you're absorbing their traumatic experiences, their world, without even thinking that you're absorbing those. You are navigating through your phone all day long in your emails, in your text messages, in your social media that continues throughout the day. The eating might continue. You get bored, you wanna eat something. Or maybe you fall into other habits. Maybe that includes grabbing a cocktail, grabbing a cigarette, grabbing something else that you put into your body that doesn't always serve you. You worried throughout the day. You might procrastinate throughout the day. But most importantly, you stop yourself, we all stop ourselves, from making big decisions or getting courageous because our brains subconsciously stop us from doing things that could be life-changing out of fear. Those are all the examples of some things that will happen to you subconsciously. How does your brain really work? How does it differentiate what is mindful and what is not mindful? Now, we know that there are two sides to your brain. You have a left side to your brain and a right side to your brain. And the left side of your brain is where your words, your communication, the way you speak and how you speak in a very mindful way, that's where all of that lives in the left side of your brain. The big decisions you make most often come from the left side of your brain. That's where your analytical brain is, math problems, those types of things, all activate the left side. The right side of your brain is where all your emotions live. This is also the side of the brain that you might get a little more creative in. Your creativity could be spawned from emotions that you've felt in your life in the past or what you're feeling now or what you think may be happening in the future. All of that comes from the right side of your brain. And here's another fact. We do make big decisions from our right side of our brain versus our left because we make those decisions out of emotion. But when you're making the decision out of mindful consciousness, that comes from the left side of the brain. Understanding these two sides of the brain is so important because you store repeat activity in the right side of your brain, your subconscious, 
so that you don't have to think about every single action that you do throughout the day, like looking at your phone, like putting on a pair of pants, putting on your underwear, putting on your shirt, combing your hair, those things you don't think about when you're doing them. So it's important to have the subconscious mind working for us so we don't have to think about driving and think about where to turn on your morning route or when you're coming home or when you're going to the store. You know where you're going and your mind knows where you're going because you've created that habit for yourself. So it's important to have that right side of the brain active and moving through the subconscious. But where it can derail you is when those habits that don't serve you, like talking to yourself in a negative way, talking to others in a negative way, those types of things, when those fester, worrying, doubting yourself, procrastinating, when all of those habits take over, that's when your life could get derailed and you have stopped being mindful and being present and able to make good, clear, logical decisions that will affect your day-to-day -day life and move you towards a path of healing and towards a path of achieving everything you've ever wanted in your life. So let's talk about that brain and how mindfulness affects the world around you, your world. As I just said, getting mindful is important because it does create habits that will serve you. So when you develop that morning routine or when you develop an exercise pattern, you develop an evening routine, you also figure out how to combat fear and the worry and the dread and the anxiety. When you start practicing those things, you become more mindful in every situation and that creates the habit which forms on the right side of your brain. Now, in that mindfulness, you are actually able to logically make decisions based on what is best for your life, but it also helps you to control your mood when it comes to dealing with and interacting with other people. So often we say to ourselves, oh, I'm in a bad mood. This is just going to be a bad day. If you have those thoughts, I'm in a bad mood or I am having a bad day, you probably are in a bad mood or are having a bad day. That's true. However, when you keep telling yourself that on repeat over and over and over in that habit loop, you are not going to slip into your conscious mind to do something to get yourself out of that nonsense. So we act based on emotions often. Then we say and do things that can hurt others and then they hurt ourselves as well. If you come in contact with folks who are practicing mindfulness, they are able to practice feeling a trigger emotionally and then pausing, pausing. There's your kicker, pausing. And either you do not react immediately or you start to choose to react in a more logical way. That pattern starts to develop. This type of behavior is why you may notice people who are in your life who you may say, oh, nothing seems to affect them. They don't get angry. They're always a positive person. But the truth is, being a positive person does not mean that you have the ability to ignore emotions because positive people do have bad days. They do get triggered. They do have trauma that they're dealing with and healing from. 
But the difference is when you are consciously processing them in a healthy way, you are then able to make small changes, which then lead to bigger changes, which then lead to you having the life you want and being happy, peaceful, and having more joy in your life because you have control over that. So there is a scientific term out there called a starting ritual. And a starting ritual is a great way to tap into the logic side of your brain, the left side. So this starting ritual, what starting rituals do is they don't stop your emotions from coming up. They don't stop the negative self-talk. They don't stop other people from interrupting your day or doing or saying things that irritate you or the work that you're doing if you're irritated with the work you're doing or you're not happy with what's going on in your family or things that your children might be doing, things that your parents may be doing, they don't, starting rituals don't stop all of that. What they, what it does though, is it allows you to stop and pause before you react. I'm going to give you a couple of ways that you can use starting rituals to move yourself forward into action so that you can deliberately wipe away that subconscious negative habits that you continue to loop yourself into every day. First one is pausing and just activating one or two or maybe all of your senses. If you stop and and actually think to yourself, what am I seeing? What am I hearing? What am I tasting? What am I smelling? What do I physically feel around me? When you stop and come into that mindfulness of actually what your senses are, how your senses are activated, it allows you to feel something so you can start moving forward. Some people love listening to songs off of their favorite playlist to amp yourself up. We know this can work a lot of times when you're getting ready to do exercise. You rev yourself up and then you get moving right after that song. It, it motivates you. You can even go for a walk. You can That could start the left side of your brain waking up and getting into motion. And then my favorite starting ritual is actually using Mel Robbins' five second rule, which is she teaches you to count down five, four, three, two, one, and then go and take action. And that's a great starting ritual too. Now, these tools help you navigate the world to be more present, all right? So that you take action instead of pausing and stopping and letting all the worry start to creep in and thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking about what if this, what if this happens, what if that happens, because those loops will stop you from actually taking action. And that, those loops also is what gets us into trouble with heated arguments, saying things we may not mean, or doing things that can be out of your, quote, character, the character you know and love inside of you. And when you're activating the left side of your brain, all of that stops for a moment so that you can actually take deliberate, mindful action to move forward. And here's the best part, and this is where I'm gonna leave all of you with today. The best part, when you start practicing switching yourself into the left side of your brain more often, you, when you do that every day and you are out in the world interacting with people, doing your job, creating things, making yourself the happiest version of yourself, you are teaching yourself 
and others, even without trying, you're not sitting them all down in a classroom and teaching this, you're just acting out of mindfulness. You begin to act more out of grace, more love, more empathy, and most importantly, truth. And when others see you acting like that, they may think, gosh, they're always a positive, they're always a happy person. And as I said before, it's not always about being a happy person all the time and having no emotions that are negative, but it's about the practice of changing the way you deal with negative emotions and negative feelings. And instead of reacting, flipping it to your conscious brain to make the decisions that you know are going to lead to bigger things for yourself, including happiness. Thank you all for listening. If this episode resonated with you, please forward it on to anyone who you think might need it. My gratitude to all of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly hope that you found at least one takeaway that you can use to take that step towards more strength, happiness, joy, and freedom in your life. If you like this podcast, please visit the links in the description to consider subscribing to our newsletter where you'll get updates on new podcast episodes, trainings, and more content, and even yoga classes on our YouTube channel where you can practice on your mat at home or wherever you are. You can also find and connect with me on Instagram. And if you're so inclined, there are also links to buy me a coffee or support the podcast through listener support. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you and appreciate you being here. I will talk with you soon. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.